I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Now, some of you don't know anything about the Holy Spirit, but let me let, let me let you know something. You may not know anything about him but he knows everything about you. And religious folk may make you feel like because you haven't come to the altar or because we haven't baptized you yet, uh, because you may, not, you may not go to church, that somehow the Holy Spirit of God does not want anything to do with you. Not so. Right now, wherever you are, if you invite the Holy Spirit to come into your space, the Holy Spirit will step into your life and he will strengthen all of the weak areas of your life. And he will make himself so real to you that you will run to God. And you're trying to figure out, where do I get the strength? Where do I get the strength to do this? I'm not strong enough to do this. I believe you. Very, no, no, nobody is really strong enough. Certain soul ties, nobody's strong enough to just break that on their own. All of us need divine assistance. And I'm here to tell you that that divine assistance that you need is in the person of the Holy Spirit. And listen to what the Bible says in Galatians 5, 16 and 17. He says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the things that you would. He says, he says, walk in the spirit that you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh works against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So if you want to overcome something that is a hindrance in your flesh, you got to learn to live your life in the spirit. That's not hard. That's just a matter of inviting the Holy Spirit to come into your life, into the weak areas of your life, and asking him to give you a revelation of his will for you, who you really are, and to uproot everything that has been planted in your life that did not come from the Father. That's the, that's the role of the Holy Spirit in your life. He comes to empower us to be more like our Father, more like our creator. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Listen to this now, to the pulling down of strongholds. See, there are too many of you that want, want to do spiritual warfare without spiritual grounding. You have a spiritual problem, my dear. When you start saying, listen to me very well now, please listen to me. When you start saying to me 
Somebody beats me. Somebody brings STDs home to me. Somebody's tied my life up for 10 years and has not married me. Somebody is abusive to my children. Somebody is living in my house and won't get a job, using my car, having affairs and all of this kind of thing. And then you say, but I don't know. I don't know how to live without them. Baby, that's that's spiritual. That's spiritual. Think about it. You're too intelligent to even make a statement like that. That is a spiritual problem. That is what we call classic spiritual warfare. And you cannot effectively do spiritual warfare without the Holy Spirit. And I'm not, you know, I I know I have all kinds of... uh, People on here from all over the world got different kinds of religions and all that kind of thing. And I'm not proselytizing. I'm just I just have to tell you the truth. You know, that's why. Okay, that's why Jesus is Jesus is is, I rule. I rule with Jesus because Jesus Christ shifted my life from bondage to victory. On a daily basis, the Holy Spirit that I'm teaching you about is the one that keeps me, keeps my mind sane, it keeps my life pure. Come on now. And there are many of you who are searching for that. And and I would be less than a man of integrity if I didn't tell you that is in the Holy Spirit. You have to surrender your life to the Holy Spirit. And that simply requires you saying, I've done everything I know to do. I can't do no more. I'm tired of this and I give it to you. I I want you to come in and take rulership over my life. Contrary to what you've been taught about the Christian church and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit doesn't jump on you and you all out of control. You have to invite the Holy Spirit to come into your life. And to whatever extent you invite him, he will operate in your life and he will bring his victory and he will bring his peace into your life and into your world in a way that will revolutionize and transform your world. So you have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. My flesh is out of control. I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm making bad decisions. I'm teaching you how to talk to him. I'm making bad decisions. I'm jeopardizing my future. I'm jeopardizing my children. I'm jeopardizing my career, my reputation. I'm dealing with somebody that has clearly shown me they did not come from God. And I need this person out of my life, uproot this person out of my flesh. All of these desires that I have for this person, take them away. And let me tell you something. If you pray like that, the Holy Spirit will move that person out of your life. I promise you he will. I promise you he will. This thing is bigger than, uh, you know, a program is bigger than a book. It's bigger than a, a YouTube message. You got to have the Holy Spirit to help you with this. All right. Number four, these five things, these five things got to happen. You, you, you're never going to break this soul tie until this happens. You got to hit rock bottom. You got to hit rock bottom. Number two, you got to integrate your soul in your body. Number three, you got to surrender to the Holy Spirit. And now number four, you got to choose your pain. You got to choose your pain. You got to choose your pain. 
That's why I don't really know what to say to you when you when you when you ask me, you know, what to do when you're telling me that you already know you got a demon and the part of you that somebody I don't I, I I just don't know how to let them go. You got to choose your pain because everybody what I'm what I'm discovering. Listen to this very carefully. What I'm discovering is that everybody. Everybody. Is trying to find a pain free exit from a soul tie. That's that's really what everybody's looking for. You want me to to write something back to you, some kind of magical formula that's going to give you a pain free exit from a soul tie. There will be pain either way, but you got to choose your pain. You either choose the pain of letting this go, separating yourself from this situation, moving forward without this individual, letting your heart break so your soul can heal, letting your heart break so your soul can heal. You're going to either experience that pain, which is temporary, and you will soon heal and move forward, hopefully with a greater wisdom and never make this mistake again, or you're going to suffer the pain of wasting your life with somebody that God did not give you. And you wake up one day as an old woman or an old man, and you realize that you gave your whole life away You gave all of your youth away, all of your best years away to somebody because you had this 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 bind, this this tie in your mind that just wouldn't let you release this person. And you chose the pain of a wasted life over the pain of breaking this tie. It's going to hurt. Either way, it's going to hurt. The pain of letting this person go is temporary. If you do it with God, if you allow the Holy Spirit to usher you through it, he'll not only usher you through it, he'll get it out of you. You're going to either choose that pain or you're going to choose the pain of a wasted life. Now, that's just real. That's just real. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna sit up here year after year after year and you're going to waste all of your youth with somebody that should have never gotten a conversation with you. And then by the time you wake up, all of your youth will be gone. All of your confidence will be gone. This person will rob you of everything. And you'll have to live the rest of your life realizing that you wasted, squandered God's greatest gift to you, and that's life. You don't squander life. I'd rather go on and deal with this situation, let my heart break so my soul can heal and let me move forward in life properly than to keep sitting here like somebody that does not have a clue, allowing you to stay in my life and drain every good thing that God has put in my life out of me year after year after year after year. Listen to what the Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 10. 
He says, but the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. Listen to this here. Listen to this. Are y'all listening? Listen. After that, ye have suffered a while. Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Powerful text. That's 1 Peter 5 and 10. He says, the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you have suffered a while, it ain't going to last. But there's purpose behind the suffering. Make you perfect. That means to mature you, establish you, strengthen you, and then ultimately settle you. Oh, my goodness. This is some preaching right here. You have to commit yourself to the process because there ain't no pain free way out. It's going to hurt one way or the other. Choose your pain. Thank you. Choose your pain. I believe I'm I believe I'm here tonight to usher deliverance into some of you all's lives. You've been playing around with this, just patty kicking with this. Choose your pain. Ain't no pain free pain free way out. I can't I can't send you no email that's going to give you a pain free way out. Exiting sin always hurts. It always hurts the flesh, but it simultaneously builds the spirit. And when the spirit is built, the spirit takes authority over the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions, and then authority over the flesh. It's going to hurt, but you got to choose your pain. Thank you. You got to choose your pain. Get my book, read it. But when you get through reading it, you got to choose your pain. Got the whole Soul Ties online program on my website. Go and get it. But when you get through watching all of those hours and all of those sessions, you got to choose your pain. If you wake up tomorrow and you say, I'd rather the pain of another wasted day. And then that turns into another wasted week. And that turns into another wasted six months, another wasted year, another decade. And it ultimately ends with a wasted life. If you choose that, that's what you're going to get. Or you choose the pain of separating yourself. Breaking that stronghold, breaking that connection. Moving forward with your life. And then number five, these five things got to happen. For those of you that came in late, you will never break a soul tie until you, number one, hit rock bottom. My prayer for you tonight is that you hit rock bottom. My prayer for you tonight is that you hit rock bottom. Just like the prodigal son hit rock bottom. My prayer for you tonight is that you hit rock bottom. Thank you. Number two, you got to integrate your spirit, your soul, and your body. To integrate means to make uh, things come into one, synchronize, where your spirit, your soul, and your body are on the same page. Where your spirit is not saying one thing, your, your soul is saying something else, and your poor body don't know which way to go. 
but there's the integration of your spirit, your soul, and your body. Number three, you got to surrender to the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And then number four, we said you got to choose your pain. What kind of pain do you want? Do you want the pain of a wasted life? Or do you want the pain of a separation? Do you want the pain of allowing your heart to break so your soul may heal? Thank you. Do you would you rather the pain of a broken heart to accomplish a healed soul? And then number six or number five, rather, I'm sorry. You got to live for your future over your feelings. See, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. You're living for your feelings, man. You are presently living for your feelings. You're living for that sexual feeling. You're living for that, you know, feeling of uh, that old fake feeling of fulfillment with your little fake situationship, calling it a relationship just for your Instagram photos. You got to live for your future over your feelings. Right now, you are sacrificing your future for your feelings. You are sacrificing your future for your feelings. Thank you so much. You have to make up your mind that I am going to live for my future and not my feelings. And see, that's a that's a massive problem. That's a massive problem when you when you live for your feelings and not your future. It's a massive problem. It's a problem in, 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 in a whole lot of areas in life. It's a problem um, with how people uh, choose relationships. You choose your relationships based on your uh, emotional and sexual feelings. Somebody that moves you sexually. You know, that's how you make your, your relational choices. Male and female. Dudes do it and women do it. You know? You're choosing somebody that's moving you sexually. They look good and they got swag or or she fine and she got uh, sex appeal and all this kind of stuff. And you never get to the deeper stuff. Thank you so much. You never get to the deeper stuff. You know, does this person really qualify for where I'm going? See, really, when you start when you start living for your future over your feelings, watch this. A lot of people. I want y'all to hear me now. And I'm talking to the sisters right now. A lot of guys that you say, ah, there just ain't no connection there. You go back and analyze it. That's a brother that was designed to go and build a future with. You send him packing while you took what you got now because he was fine. He had swag and you made a decision based on your feelings. Well, if making a decision based on your feelings got you in the mess, stands the reason that you probably need to do the reverse to get out of the mess. You can't stay in the situation because of your feelings. Thank you so much. You have to now begin to make decisions, even if they hurt. You have to make decisions for your future. You got to live for your future, not your feelings. 
I'm going to pray for you all in a minute. Listen to what the Bible says in Deuteronomy 30 and 19. He says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. Listen, 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 listen. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. The choice you make, your children will be impacted by it. Choose. You got to live for your future over your feelings. This is not about my feelings. This is about my future. This is about the plan of God for my life. I made some I made some decisions and I made some mistakes and I made some commitments to somebody that I had no business even having a a conversation with. And now I got to by all by any means necessary, I got to break the stronghold of this bondage off of my life. And it doesn't matter what I feel like in my in my sick soul with my broken consciousness. I got to make a move for my future. Because God has more for me than this. God has more for me than this. And see, watch this, watch this. Y'all listen to me now. Listen to me. Why are you wasting all of this time with a woman or with a man that God did not ordain for your life? And you got this soul tie bringing you all the way down a trail that's leading all the way away from what you even believe. You are wasting the time that should have been invested in preparing yourself to be the mate to the person that God ordained. But you preoccupied with foolishness and you making decisions every day. You living for your, you living for your feelings over your future. Some point you got to wake up and say, this ain't me. This is not the way it's going down. This is not what God has ordained for me. I'm better than I'm better than this. I've made some mistakes. I'm not going to let the devil tie me up with a, you know, a zip tie of guilt and keep me locked down to a place and a space. I'm, I'm better than what I've done. I have a I have an understanding. I have a witness and a revelation in my spirit. And now I'm going to do like the prodigal son. I'm going to come to myself. I'm going to get up from here and I'm going to get back to where I'm supposed to be. Because it ain't too late for you. It's not too late for you. But you got to make some serious decisions. It's not the will of God for your life to just be squandered. Am I making sense? It's just not the will of God for your life to be squandered. It's not too late for you. I promise you it's not too late for you. Don't even tell me about what your age is. It's not too late for you. Don't tell me about how long you've been tied up in this, how long you've been doing this, how many times you said you was out and you, you know, you turn back around. They keep making promises. You keep. I know all of that happened, but it's not too late for you. It's not too late for you. It's not too late for you. 
You got to just be willing. Watch this. You got to be willing to embrace a season of aloneness. I think that's probably the most frightening thing for people who have a broken consciousness is the idea of being alone. Don't know how to be alone. And so you hang on. You hang on. I want to pray for you tonight, if I may. I want to pray for you tonight, if I may. Father, I thank you for the revelation. I thank you for even putting upon my heart to deal with this tonight. And now, Father, I know that there are many that are on here tonight who are struggling with the very thing that I'm discussing. You would not have put it on my heart. You would not have put it on my heart if you did not intend it to reach those who need it. And now, Father, I speak victory. Same way you came into my life, Holy Spirit, and put everything in order, put everything in divine order. I thank you now for doing the same thing for them. They say, well, I don't, I don't know God. I don't know Jesus Christ. I'm not a religious person. Holy Spirit, I know those things don't matter to you. Move in their lives so that they can know your reality and give them an experience with you of setting them completely and totally free. Because with you, it is never too late. It's, it's too late with men, but it's never too late with you. And now, Father, I thank you for giving them a sense of your forgiveness, your redemption, cleansing them, Father, from the inside to the outside. Let them receive now, Father. Let them receive. Let them receive victory now over all areas of their lives. And Satan, the Lord rebukes you every stronghold, every weapon that you have established against the Lord's people is pulled down in Jesus' name. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, I love you all. I, I really do. I thank God for you. I thank God for you. And my prayer for you is that you will hit rock bottom sooner than later. There's something you're going to learn at rock bottom that you never learned when you were on the mountain peak. And so I speak that over your life, that this is the season for you to be free and for every stronghold to be broken off of your life in the name of Jesus. I love you all. I thank God for you. Don't forget to stop by rcblakes.com. Uh, content for Queenology 2.0 is up on my website as my newest online program. You can go and get it. Everything we covered in the conference, those of you that uh, were not a part of the cyber conference, you can go to the website and you can pick up on Queenology 2.0 and you'll have it. You'll be up to speed. Our next one is going to happen in December and that's going to be the second part. Uh, you can be up to speed with us by December, well, before December, really. And uh, just know that Lisa and I love you. Uh, don't forget to go and sign up for my mailing list. I need you on my mailing list. 
and so many other things, so many other things. Keep your, keep your ears to the ground, um, thinking about doing something with Kingology for my, for my brothers. So I need you to tell all of your sons and your boyfriends and your husbands that I'm going to need them to help me out with that. I'm thinking about doing a, a cyber conference type situation for the men as well. So I love you. I thank God for you. And um, just know that Lisa and I are always, we are always praying for you. I know I'm forgetting something, uh, but it'll come to me later. God, God bless you. I want you to go in peace and just know that everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. God got your back. I love y'all. Talk to you real soon. God bless you. And thank you, everybody that sold into to my life tonight. I thank you so much. I'm just trying to um, do what God has called me to do. And I appreciate you for being a blessing to Lisa and I. It means the world. Good night from London. God bless you, London. Good night from London. We love you. Have a great night. I love you all. Have a good one. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Fact about it, those of you that were in the conference with me um, on my channel, I answered the questions that I did not get a chance to answer. In fact, about it, we're going to send you a, in the in the in your email. We're, we're going to send you the link to my answering the questions. But it is already up on on YouTube. I uploaded it earlier today. You can go and look. It's an hour's worth of questions that I that I answered. Uh, you can go and look at it when we're done. But God bless you. I love you. Have a great night, and I'll talk to you real soon. God bless you. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.